Welcome to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you are into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, kundalini technology, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work at ramatribe.com or follow Rama Tribe on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and support the work at patreon.com backslash Rama Tribe. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Welcome to episode 11, to make the impossible, I am possible, the entrepreneurial spirit and how it is essential in the Aquarian age. In this show, we welcome Mabon, fall equinox, the shifting of the solar gate. We welcome the season of the sun being in Libra. And we go deep into what it means as Mercury makes his passage into Scorpio and Saturn turns direct and the upcoming Aries full moon. As we're weaving together these astrological transits, I again circle back to the importance of the December 2020 astrology and entrepreneurship and how the entrepreneurial spirit is what will really guide us into this age of Aquarius. And I introduce dragon medicine and everything culminates with a dragon meditation. I hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for being here. Take a moment real quick before we officially dive in and share this podcast with some friends. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Rama Tribe or at Stars, Stones, and Stories and consider joining me on patreon.com backslash Rama Tribe. 
Ancestors, 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 we call to you. We call to you. We call to you. We're so grateful for your lives. And we know we cannot do this alone. We cannot do this without you. So we welcome you. We welcome your backing and your genius solutions to pour forth like sweet ambrosial nectar from the other world. Thank you, ancestors. Thank you for your gifts, your trials. Thank you for providing the shoulders upon that which we stand upon. Thank you for your support, seen and unseen in these times. And we welcome in the powers and spirits of the East, the element of air, the powers and spirits of the South, the element of fire, the powers and spirits of the West, the element of water, the powers and spirits of the North, the element of Earth. We welcome all of the directions and all of the keepers of the directions. We ground into Mother Earth and from this anchored space where we are connected and fully immersed in our sense of belonging, we gaze up into the cosmos and we welcome in all the planetary beings, the luminaries, all the goddess and god asteroids, our starseed nations, and our guides and our guardians of the holiest and highest calibers to walk with us in the sacred journey of life. Welcome to the season of Mabon, fall equinox, as day and night find equal balance, harvest comes to light, and we welcome this gateway. This is a time of the harvest festival, the festival of Thanksgiving the festival of restored balance and integration. We welcome the polarities of light and dark, young and old, feminine and masculine, yin and yang, conscious and unconscious. This is ultimately a time of celebration, of giving thanks for all that Mother Earth provides for us in our lives. From here, the days shorten, and now we begin to make preparations for winter. However, before we prepare for winter's descent in the northern hemisphere, while those in the southern hemisphere prepare for summer and the peak, the zenith of the sun, for us in the northern hemisphere, this is the time to stop take pause, and adjust. 
the equinox heralds Libra season, and we greet the archetype of the diplomat, the peacekeeper, the seeker of justice, the mediator, the lover, and the judge. Libra season, it is the sign of the scales, amplifying I relate. Libra has a need to cooperate with others to create harmony and balance in life. Libras are social. They're very concerned with cooperation and collaboration. However, there can be an over-focus on others at the expense of self. And so with this initiatory sign that opens up this fall gateway, that is very mental, that is conceptual, that is ruled by Venus, that is seeking balance and harmony and beauty. I love to connect this time of year to the Egyptian goddess Ma'at. Ma'at, who rules over cosmic order and balance in all of creation. Ma'at, who weighs the heart when one passes through the gates of the underworld with her beautiful feather. With this time of reconciliation of opposites, as we clear up debris physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, we are finding balance. And we're also in this unique time in space portal of 2020 where the overarching astrology is so much about collapse, about dissolving these old outdated paradigms. So like the rest of 2020, this is not a typical fall equinox experience. As we go back into ancient lore, dragons as the stewards of Mother Earth, were honored and celebrated on these equinoxes, spring and fall, to remind us as humans to honor the light and dark within, the masculine and feminine that each one of us carries, the mystical marriage that merges. The dragon with the turn of the wheel towards fall, is now going back underground, carrying the fire energy to the inner realms of Mother Earth. And as this takes place, we are beginning to welcome in the root energy, which calls for more sleep, more rest, and renewal. We are preparing for the long term. We are preparing for incubation. We are preparing to dream a new dream, or perhaps we are preparing to renew the dream. This is a time to celebrate the harvest, to meditate at trees and feel the descending energy going down, down, down into the roots. It is a time of year to plant bulbs, to clear your sacred spaces to bathe and tend to your crystal allies, to meditate, or to create bundles of herbs as the last of the harvest comes. 
This time of year connects us to the crone, the elder, the wise one, grandmother, grandfather, energy. It is an ideal time to consider banishing rituals, to let go of things that are no longer helpful, and to break psychic links. And with that, Mercury, the messenger god, also known as Hermes, whom I prefer to trace back to the Egyptian god Thoth, Tehuti, Mercury will be shifting from balance-seeking Libra to the depths of Scorpio this upcoming Sunday, September 27th. And this is going to be a big shift for Mercury that we're going to feel. We're going on a journey as we've been on this initiatory journey with Mars really since the end of July. Now Mercury is also beginning retrograde. He is already in the shadow of retrograde. Mercury rules over how one thinks, how they communicate, how they express, how they reason with another. This Mercury retrograde will be official on October 13th. Mercury will go back from Scorpio into Libra on October 28th and then go direct on election day in the United States on November 3rd. Mars will go direct on November 14th. So between now, the end of September and mid-November, but really until December, we're working through these shadows of the retrogrades. And as a refresher, or if you're new to this podcast, Mars will have another series, the third series of squares in December. Between now and early January 2021, we're all on a massive initiatory journey. So the places you want to be checking out in your chart is where does 15 to 30 degrees Aries live and where does the tail end of Libra and your Scorpio energy live, particularly to about the 15th degree of Scorpio. This is a very impactful transit, this Mercury retrograde in particular, as it's going to take us through election season. Mercury beginning forward motion literally on election day. This is outlining that our ability to discern with reason will be dampened down. This is information we can utilize as those who utilize the tool of astrology, not in a form of fear, but in a form of understanding that there's going to be chaos. There's going to be miscommunication around our election. And I think we're already all sensing that. And it's very likely that 
there will be a lot of miscounted votes, votes that are not received. The counting could go on past election day. I think it's important to prepare for these possibilities so that if and when they do happen, your sacred energy, your sacred vitality, that which Mars retrograde is teaching you all about is not distracted and devoted to static and noise. So when Mercury goes retrograde, he really wears the archetype of the psychopomp, one who travels between the realms of this world, the three-dimensional reality as we know it, and into the realm of the other world, the underworld, the world of the unseen. Pop astrology belabors the challenges with Mercury retrogrades. And yes, technology snafus and travel delays can indeed be amplified in a Mercury retrograde. It's always a wonderful time to back up your electronics and to pay attention, to read and reread any email or message or anything that you send out during a Mercury retrograde. It's always important to slow down in your communication, to take more attention and care to that which you would normally just do. However, that being said, as an astrologer, I personally love these Mercury retrograde portals. They happen every year, three to four times a year. And really what they're teaching us is that the time-space continuum that we act within this go, go, go culture is not long-term sustainable and it just doesn't make sense with the natural order of the elements and how one sustains life. Everything is an ebb and flow and Mercury being one of the closest planets to earth has a great effect on us as Mercury turns retrograde. And so this is an opportunity to ebb and to pull back and to reflect and review and recycle and regenerate and reformulate and revise and redo and reconsider how you communicate in all the ways, how you express yourself, how you learn, how you share information, how you discern information. Mercury retrogrades can also be a time for really deep, deep self-expression. This year, we have our third Mercury retrograde coming up in Scorpio season, and then Mercury will dip back into Libra just for a little bit, and then go back into Scorpio. So, around February of this year, Mercury was retrograde in Pisces. And then during the summer in June, Mercury was retrograde in Cancer. And now Mercury will be going retrograde in Scorpio. 
And this is mirroring exactly what happened in 2019 as well. We had three Mercury retrogrades. They were all in water signs, Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. This is very significant. Mercury retrogrades in water signs bring us into our feelings, bring us into our intuition, bring us into the watery realms, into the unconscious. And they're really beautiful times for reprogramming. This Mercury retrograde is going to be an opportune time to regenerate and go deep beyond the surface to the heart of what is real because it is in Scorpio and Scorpio just inherently wants to penetrate and probe into the depths. Scorpio is here to represent the cycle of life, death, and rebirth. And Scorpio is that journey through the eye of the needle. So as Mercury moves into Scorpio on Sunday, September 29th, you will most likely find that your communication and thinking becomes more transformative, perhaps even more psychological. And between now and early to mid-November, we're in this retrograde dance with Mercury. The psychopomp has been activated. Mercury as Thoth, Tehuti, Hermes, the messenger is ultimately going between the realms to assist you with your own self-mastery journey. So this is a really powerful time a potent time. It takes us from the season of Mabon into Samhain, into that time of year, All Hallows Eve, the day of the dead, where the veils are the most thin and Mercury in his psychopomp role in the sign of Scorpio, the one sign that is most connected to the realms of death, that is most connected to the transformation process, that is most committed to the snake shedding its skin. Each one of us has an opportunity to go deep into our psyches and to do some major clearing and programming for our own selves and for our ancestral lineages as well. To clarify, Mercury moves into the sign of Scorpio on Sunday, September 27th. I believe I said September 29th earlier. So that's Sunday, September 27th. And what happens on Tuesday, September 29th is that Saturn stations direct. So Saturn has been retrograde since... May, I believe it was May 11th. And this is the planetary archetype of the teacher of self-mastery that teaches through limitations, through making things feel tight and cold and uncomfortable and very focused. And Saturn has been assisting you in how you practically define the very foundations of your existence. 
This year of 2020 has been a great shedding and letting go for every human here on earth. And Saturn has been on, been in his home sign since December of 2017. Now that Saturn is going direct after his retrograde motion, this will be the last few months before Saturn switches signs into Aquarius on December 21st, when both Jupiter and Saturn meet up in the Great Conjunction. The Great Conjunction, this is the astrology we've been building up to for all of 2020. This is the massively important paradoxical moment where Jupiter, who teaches through expansion and making everything feel prosperous, and Saturn teaches through limitations and making things feel very tight and cold and controlled. They're creating this tension at the first degree of Aquarius on December 21st. And this is a massively important gate that we're entering as a collective reality into the Aquarian age. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you've heard me speak about the great conjunction, and I'm going to continue to weave the importance of this great conjunction and more and more layers will unfold over the next weeks as we become more and more aligned with this portal. This is a destiny portal. This is a time where we as a collective really want our eyes on the prize. There's so much static and noise out there. When you go to your device and the multitude of social media platforms and your email and all the things, and that's just from your cell phone or your tablet, that's not having to do with the day-to-day activities that are required of us here as we go deeper into the Aquarian age, what we are balancing on a day-to-day basis is complete information overload. And in this Aquarian age, information is available to anyone and everyone at any given moment. What once was about privilege, the privilege to sit with a master teacher or the privilege to be connected to certain schools of thought or places, these Privileges are becoming non-existent in the Aquarian age. Each one of us, we are a master builder here and now, and we get to decide, we get to discern what we're creating. What 2020 has been offering to us astrologically has been an activation after wave, after wave, after wave to shed to dissolve, to take off the blinders, to sober up with our own highest selves and with our lineages and to get right with what we are here to do on earth as we're building and seeding this new earth consciousness. 
From now until December 21st, it is ideal to drop all controlling, materialistic, and cold ways of approaching life and to instead focus on the parts of your chart where Mars and Capricorn are living. So that is particularly 15 to 29 degrees of each of those signs. And also just keep in mind that there's that Mercury retrograde that it's going to be activating the Scorpio part of your chart from now until a little after mid-November. In these spaces, a peak initiatory experience is transpiring, one that is truly offering focused, disciplined transformation. Again, this energy is all about getting sober and spiritually mature. We are ushered into this month, this month of October with the Aries full moon. So September began with the Pisces full moon. October begins with the Aries full moon, illuminating the relational access. This full moon is exact at 5.05 p.m. That's Eastern Daylight Time. So adjust for your own time zone, please. And it brings to light the spaces and places that you need to be more pioneering, direct, and courageous. The Aries full moon opposes the Libra sun, so relationships are front and center as a training ground on how to maintain healthy boundaries, how to be fierce in your independence, all while being compassionate and cooperative. This lunation may have a deeply restless edge as much personal healing is available. I invite you to go to Mother Earth's sacred waters, to her oceans, her rivers, streams, ponds, or even your bathtub or shower for simple clearing rituals. You can invite in the water element to clear and run through all the cells of your being. As Chiron, the moon, Mars, and black moon Lilith are all transiting in the sign of Aries, they are asking each one of us to look into the shadow lands of our psyches. Both the inner divine masculine and the inner divine feminine are on a great healing journey. As each one of us fearlessly commits to this journey, we are ultimately raising the frequency of the collective consciousness of Mother Earth. With this lunar cycle, um, the moon is at nine degrees, eight arc minutes Aries. And so I wanted to share with you the Sabian symbol of Aries at 10 degrees. A teacher gives new symbolic forms to traditional images. The keynote here is that there's a revision of attitude at the beginning of a new cycle of experience. Fascinating because we've just entered Mabon, the fall equinox portal. We've just entered Libra season. We're coming to seeking that balance And there is an opportunity to take the tradition, to take the images, the symbolic nature of other traditions, old traditions, ancient traditions, 
and to find new forms as we're seeding this new earth. This Aries full moon is very fiery. It's cardinal energy. It is of strong energy that's coming in. The moon is directly conjunct Chiron. As much as we're healing both the inner divine masculine and the inner divine feminine, there is a great healing available for the masculine. It is up to each one of us to get right with our inner masculine frequency, to get right with where there may be trauma and drama in our lineage or within our own psyches around the masculine and to do that great healing work. As we heal the inner masculine, we are more receptive and open to inviting the masculine into our daily lives. And that healthy masculine frequency is so needed on the earth at this time. As we move closer and deeper into the Aquarian age, we are going consciously, unconsciously, however it happens, we are going into this portal on December 21st of 2020. A new gate, a new portal is opening with the Great Conjunction on December 21st of 2020. We as human beings are all entrepreneurs. Whether we're conscious of it or not, it's true. And I personally believe that the entrepreneurial spirit is what will save humanity in these times. The entrepreneurial spirit is a mindset that empowers ordinary people to accomplish the extraordinary, to make the impossible, I am possible. A mindset is a way of thinking and being that is life-changing. As you're listening to this, I wish to remind you that Mercury is going retrograde and Scorpio, and that this is a powerful, potent time to make that journey through the eye of the needle, which means that to get through that eye of the needle, you're going to strip away anything that is not authentically you, which means you have the ability to reprogram your consciousness, your psyche, how you think, how you communicate, what your mindset is. The entrepreneur embraces the future, literally embraces the unknown. The entrepreneur is willing to take whatever challenges stand in their way and to embrace hard work, to be curious, to continue to educate and learn and grow, to be respectful, to stay positive, and to stay focused on the dream. Ultimately, any entrepreneur believes that their life force is sacred and is holy. In spite of any challenge, there is an ability to rise to the surface 
in the mindset of the entrepreneur to truly claim your destiny, to build the new earth. These are mindsets that move beyond boundaries of race, of gender, of class, of location. Whatever barriers you've been taught, mindset is a program and it is something that goes beyond privilege. It is available to every single human being on Mother Earth, on Terra Gaia, particularly in the Aquarian age. The truth is we cannot control the experiences that come to us or the people around us, how they're going to act or react. However, we choose, we choose how we meet and respond to any given situation. Our power is in our choice. Each one of us, we have the ability to rise above the collective frequency and to create a new path. That is what this new earth consciousness is all about. And this is beyond new age reality. Yes, new age paradigms are a part of this and they are important, but I think many of us know that in general, the new age community is overloaded, you know, filled to the brim with privilege. And when I'm speaking about here, this is something that is available for every single being that is breathing on planet earth. So with that, in this time of Mabon, of fall equinox, when the dragon energy is stirring on and across the earth, as there is for us in the Northern Hemisphere, this force that is bringing us deeper into the earth, while those of you in the Southern Hemisphere are beginning to rise and awaken back up, coming to the zenith of the sun, the peak This dragon energy, the polarity of this dance is coming to life. And dragons are these powerful elemental beings that many myths around the world throughout different cosmologies speak of. Dragons are of the angelic realms. They are of a very high frequency beyond our visionary range as humans. And the dragons are the watchers. They're the guardians. They're the protectors of Mother Earth. It is believed that the dragons are older than Mother Earth herself and have been here since the beginning of time on Earth to help build this beautiful planet, to help seed this planet. The dragons established the ley lines that run through Mother Earth's body, the meridians, the energy points that run through the Earth's body, just like yours and mine. Dragon energy of the equinox is the strongest, and the dragons are assisting the planet at this time to elevate the frequencies and to also burn away anything that is not of the highest and true frequencies that are going to take us into this new earth.
It is possible that those who consciously or unconsciously believe in dragons may draw a dragon guide to work with in these times. So we're going to go on a journey where you can connect with your dragon. And I invite you to find a sacred space to do this and begin to prepare for meditation. Um, Perhaps light a candle and turn off your devices and close the door. Make sure your body is comfortable and that you've had a sip of water and that you're All of your biological needs are taken care of, and when you're ready, you can come back to this meditation. So if you're in the middle of driving a car or operating any heavy machinery, please pause here and then come back once you're ready to really dive in and be present in this sacred space. Take a moment to come and get centered and situated into your environment, making sure your body is warm enough and you are able to fully relax, either come lying down or sit comfortably and begin to bring your awareness to your breath and your body allowing your body to begin to feel warm and heavy, allowing the weight of gravity to sink you down as if you're lying directly on Mother Earth herself, feeling so grounded and heavy and warm. You could just sink all the way down into through the dirt and feel that sweet surrender, that nourishment of being held by the great mother. And as you sink deeper and deeper, imagine from the base of the spine and the palms of the hands, beautiful red, golden, silver cord of light coming out and spiraling down, down, down through all the layers of sediment and soil down through all the beings that tend to our soil all the way down to the core of the earth where great-grandmother hematite sits anchoring your grounding cords here and immediately feeling the backing of your lineage your feminine and masculine sides both supporting you the healthy well ancestors here to anchor and to provide support and as you're breathing in if you know the symbol of the flower of life the seed of life the sacred geometry breathe that in and see every cell of your body being purified with the sacred geometric pattern, this golden frequency. And as you're grounded and anchored in the space, you bring your awareness to the space between the two eyebrows, 
to the seat of your third eye and you go deep, deep into this visionary space, deep into this space and this beautiful violet ray of light comes through running from the crown of your head through the third eye all the way down through your grounding cords down into the earth purifying the channel and as you continue to gaze through the third eye in your awareness you begin to see a bright flame at first it is violet and then it begins to change colors and you notice the shifting of the colors And this flame brings you to the beginning of creation of Mother Earth as Mother Earth was created from fire. You go to the space of primordial fire and in this space you feel the sensation of the primordial elements of all of life. The great mother force of air the great mother force of fire, the great mother force of water, the great mother force of earth, the great mother force of ether. And you witness this cosmic dance of the elemental mothers moving through your visionary portal And in this space, from these elements, you begin to see a long tunnel. And you find yourself walking through this tunnel with these gorgeous high archways. And you walk out through the tunnel into this open, natural area. Perhaps it's a mountain field or perhaps it's a desert vista or a place by the ocean with cliffs and water crashing all around you perhaps it is a place of pure fire you allow yourself to be guided into what naturally appears for you And as you go out into this space, you see a beautiful, elegant, ancient dragon in the space. And you feel immediately that it is safe to move forward and you move closer to the dragon. You're standing about... 12 feet away from the dragon and you feel an instinctive urge to bow and you bow to the dragon and the dragon bows to you and you feel within your pocket you feel something there and you reach into your pocket and you see it as a gift you have for your dragon and you pull the gift from your pocket place it in your right palm and you extend this to the dragon and the dragon receives your gift and looks 
deep into your eyes and you realize this is a being you have known for many, many incarnations, the dawn of your existence. Your dragon moves towards you in a way so that you are invited to come and get on your dragon. And you notice the color and the texture and the elemental forces your dragon works with. Perhaps even by now your dragon has told you their name and you receive this information knowing that you will remember this after your journey with your dragon. As you feel safe upon the back of your dragon, your dragon begins to fly. Your dragon takes you on a journey up through the cosmos, through the portals of stars and suns and moons and planets. Your dragon begins to take you on a journey that is timeless and endless, where all is circular and you begin to flood your psyche with a multitude of memories, of rememberings, of various beings you have been, places you have lived, work you have done, the journey your soul has been upon for eons of time. Your dragon awakens these ancient stirrings within you and you allow yourself to breathe and to travel with your dragon. You allow yourself to journey in this way with your heart open to receive your heart capturing, recording, remembering, And then your dragon begins to make its way back down to earth. And as your dragon flies around the electromagnetic field of Mother Earth, you see all of the beautiful meridians, the ley lines of the earth. You see them as golden threads of light and your dragon journeys you along particular meridians that are important for you and you notice these meridians as you journey and as you continue to journey your dragon brings you to your home and allows you to slide off. And you take a moment gazing into the eyes of your dragon, your dragon gazing into your eyes. And you give gratitude for this journey, for this remembering 
for this purification for your dragon in this journey has worked upon the meridians of your own body and as you stand on this ground in front of your dwelling place you feel more buoyant and light than you have felt in years a longing and a grief have been lifted and a remembering and an empowerment has been placed within these spaces and your dragon bends down towards you and from the space between the two eyes of your dragon a beautiful crystal emerges that your dragon is offering you as a gift and you receive this crystal in your left palm and you immediately bring it up to the space of your heart center And again, you give gratitude and you find yourself making your way into your home, into your bed, where you fall into a long, deep, restorative sleep.
Thank you for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we awaken to the reality that we are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.